Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch, the show hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And it's the most wonderful time of the year, um, hmm. which means it's March Madness. No, uh, Wait. Crap, it's Christmas. Um, yeah, the Christmas movies are a thing that people watch. Uh, some people watch a lot of them. Some people watch good ones. Some people watch bad ones. But everybody seems to watch them. Uh, so David and I are going to be talking about our favorite ones. We're going to break down mm-hmm. our top five Christmas movies. We're going to talk about what makes a great Christmas movie and what are some maybe more well-known ones that we don't enjoy. All that is coming up on this. Uh, I don't know. What's a good word for holiday-themed Christmassy podcast? I don't know what this is. Listen to it. We're going to talk about movies that have snow and trees and Santa and reindeer and probably sadness. Uh, so yeah, stick around. It's a Santa episode. Hopefully David cut that part of the podcast. If, if you're listening to me right now and you did hear him whisper, let it snow in a creepy voice, I apologize. If you didn't, you're welcome. Your ears were saved. David. It's because I'm green. Christmas movies. First of all, is it weird that this is such a big genre? Like, think about it. Even other holidays, you know, like Halloween and stuff, there there just isn't that many movies. There's there's not even enough to make a favorites list, much less have an entire podcast episode dedicated to it, it seems. So is it weird that we just have so many Christmas movies? I don't think so. I mean, America just equals capitalism. So, right, people are just taking advantage of any and everything. So oh, yeah. Christmas, oh. let's just make movies out of it, oh. you know? Didn't realize we were getting Communist Manifesto David Dirks on the podcast today. Hey man, when you get uh, out in the rain. Karl Marx. When you get so, out in the rain. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's even better. Um, David, what makes a great Christmas movie to you? Well, I'll drop the obvious first. There's got to be snow, some Christmas lights, and some Christmas music. Kind of sets the vibe. Um, so, you know, that's, that's the obvious. I think a full circle. Like, I feel like there's always... And the most obvious is like someone who doubts or like doesn't believe or this or that. And like, yeah, their heart is softened or, um, I don't know. They find something they've been, they didn't know they were looking for something like that. So kind of a very, a very satisfying and maybe obvious resolve, I think is a good Christmas movie. And then for some reason, I think a comedy and I'm just looking at a lot of Christmas movies and there's just some like humor, like mixed into it. It's lighthearted, you know, it's Mm. not, you know, it's not Violent Night that I just watched that I wish I hadn't. Uh, a lot of it's just <laughs> comedy mixed into it. Um, so those are my three big points right there. Wait, so Violent Night wasn't good? Oh my god, I'm shocked. No, no it was not. Yeah, I saw some people being like, Violent Night, best Christmas movie I've seen in years. And I was like, you must not watch them then. <laughs> like, what? No, it was not good, dude. I was, yikes. Okay. They had like they, the very he- obvious, like, I gotta post my TikTok. And like the very mm. obvious like social media guy and Oh my, it was just cringe. We don't, I don't want to yeah. spend much time on that movie. Okay. Well, here's a question I do have. Do we not make great Christmas movies anymore? Um, if you look back, if you if I look at my list, I don't think one of them has been made in the past decade. Um one that it will be on an honorable mention will have been made in the past decade, but other than that, there's not. Are there any recent examples? Um, that you can think of of Christmas movies that are great that that you really enjoy that that have been released in the last ten years. 
I think I have one, but it's on my list. Okay. Um, and it's very well known, which honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it might, it might be on your list as well. Um, mm-hmm. But besides that, no. Um, a lot of these, like the closest I even can get is like, you know, 2009 or 2007 or 2004 or 2000. Like, no, I, I, I really just can't think of a, like just a great, not just a eh, Christmas movie, like a great Christmas movie. So no. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. Uh, David, what's a classic Christmas movie uh, that a lot of people love that you don't like? Elf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that your answer too? Um. Yeah. I. So I don't. I, I mean, I don't hate it. I'm just like, I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm not a huge Will Ferrell guy. I like a couple of his things, so that might affect it. But I'm just like, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I think Elf just the joke gets old for me so fast now. Like maybe not the first time you watch it, but the oh my gosh, he doesn't understand how life is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Seeing that the and then it becomes the entire movie with a coffee shop and eating the you know candy the gum off of the railing and then you just kind of get second embarrassment you know and yeah and then you're just cringing and yeah i just don't love it um i, I really don't love it I, I would obviously we know my feelings about a movie that is absolutely on your list um that we talked about last week so you would call that I, a classic and popular um it's what many people consider to be a classic here here's a movie that that is definitely a classic that i don't hate but i also don't love i hesitate to say this it's a wonderful life is is good guys it's kind of boring can we all be in the trust tree here it's a wonderful life is a little boring i legitimately that was the second movie on my on this list but so it's you're, not because you're, I don't like it. I'm just like, I have absolutely no desire to watch it. Like, it's I'm just, just like, I, I just don't. It's such a task, it feels like. And it, it's, it's got good moments. It it's obviously has good performances. But it's like mostly depressing um, when you think about it. it it's it's a, like the classic. I, I'm not a huge Christmas Carol guy, as weird as that sounds. Um, and it's an offshoot of a Christmas Carol. I, I don't love that story and it gets retold every year. I feel like, yeah. Um, and again, it's a wonderful life is probably being punished by me because I've seen other movies like it, but didn't see it first. But, but this movie is like two plus hours and it's sad. It's like, it's just, it's a sad movie for like 95% of it. So, I just don't know. And it's widely yeah, considered to be one of not only one of the best Christmas movies, but maybe one of the best movies ever. And I just I'm never going to suggest we put It's a Wonderful Life in the rotation. You, you know, yeah. I'm just never going to. I don't think it's I like bad. What, yeah, that's yeah. I wrote It's a Wonderful Life kind of because like, I like what you said. It feels like a task. Like I just I, I just don't have a desire ever to watch it. Not even the middle of Christmas. I'm just like, I understand it's like a classic, but I don't want to watch it. You know, right. It's it's not I think fun. I want to watch even Elf maybe again rather than like throwing on It's a Wonderful Life. And it's Just a wonderful simply life. Is, it's not is better. It's so long. Yeah. It's it's a much better movie, but it's kind of like I don't know. Just think of any like really good movie that you like that you're like, I probably won't watch that one again, like for a while. It's it's a wonderful life has that feel to me where it's like, that was good. I'm probably good 
for a bit. Like, I don't need to see that one again. Like, I don't know. So it yeah. just doesn't. And I think one staple of a Christmas movie is rewatchability. It, this movie mm. needs to be rewatchable. That's the one thing I agree with everything that you had said. The one thing that you didn't say that I kind of wanted to add in there was this movie's got to be rewatchable. I want to feel like every December I want to turn this on. That's what makes a great Christmas movie because inevitably, because there's it feels like there's so few of these that we really treasure, it has to be one you want to see every year almost. Like, yeah, you can yeah. take it out of the rotation a little bit, but you got to be able to watch it pretty frequently. Yeah. David, with all yeah. of that being said, Top five favorite Christmas movies. Give me your number five slot. What do you have? My number five uh, is a 2019 Netflix Christmas movie. It's Klaus. I'm excited. I haven't seen this. And my oh, really? family has decided- we watched this together. No, we not? I have not. Okay. I have not seen this. My family has decided that this one will be in the rotation this year. We're going to try. We're trying to get a new movie in there. So we're going to watch this one. Uh, I was thoroughly impressed. And I think- Maybe this is pretty. This maybe this is an injustice to animated movies, but I feel like when I watch animated movie, I'm not as like involved or engaged. I'm like, yeah, okay, I want to watch this. I'll try it out. But like, even for like an animated movie, I was like, I really liked this. Like, uh, it was mm-hmm. just really heartwarming and satisfying, and um, and I want to watch it again this year. Like, boom, it's rewatchable because I want to, I want to see it again, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. I did. Mm-hmm. Can you, without spoilers, obviously, of course, it's a Christmas movie. How much could you possibly spoil? But can you explain what the plot of, of Klaus is real quick? Yeah, so um, it's kind of starts with a, a postman, right? This this kid's, uh, let, me, let me get his name. Jesper is, is the son's name. His dad is the head postman and mm-hmm. uh, very, very wealthy, um, very privileged, has many things. Well, his son knows that and, and experiences that. And kind of as a lesson, he sends his son um, all the way uh, to an icy island above the Arctic Circle um, called Smearinsburg. Um, and yeah, he shows up and it looks abandoned. People are cranky and it, it just it, people are kind of mad, uh, you know, and um, it, it kind of. The movie, the movie goes to this adventure of him not only like taking on this postmaster's duty but also like kind of re transforming this town and trying to, uh, you know, help people. And there's a, you know, there's another big bit of a twist uh, in this Mm. movie as well. Um, But no, I I really liked it. Um, And Jason Schwartzman and JK Simmons, there's a couple Rashida Jones, a couple performances that pretty good. Um, So yeah, I I really, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Mm -hmm. This movie is rated as a 4.1. Out of five on Letterbox, which is a very high score for Letterbox. Um, in a Christmas movie, I feel it's, like it's very well regarded, and yeah, it, it's a movie that's often a genre that's often divisive. So, and like it's this. a Netflix movie. I like this. Just this makes insane. me. This makes me very excited. Then I was, I, I mean, I was, eh, I was a little yeah. bit like, yeah. oh, okay, I haven't seen this before. Like that should be cool. But now that you've said that, I'm a little bit more excited to watch this. Uh, yeah, I really number, enjoyed it. My number five. Um, is going to make David real mad because it's at number five. Is it Home um, Alone 3? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, what a great film. <sighs> oh my gosh, Home Alone 3, my favorite movie. Um, so good. Uh, definitely very memorable. Um, no, it is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, this surprised Jim, me. Jim Carrey version. So this movie is up here. Now, is it? It slaps. And, and let's just get it out of the way. This is maybe the most quotable movie released in the last 25 years. 
Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. It's so quotable. And that's why it's up here. It, it, but it's five on the list because it is getting old for me. Mm. Um, I've seen it too many times, I think. And to the point of where I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. Like once you get to a certain point in this movie, quite honestly, once the Grinch starts becoming good, I lose interest. <laughs> I, I like him when he's pissy. <laughs> I do. I, I genuinely do. Um, the Cindy Lou Who thing is a little tough. The the song, the Where Are You Christmas, is, is real bad. Uh, she should have won an Oscar for that one. Um, the deep end. Uh, Taylor Momsen, uh, yeah, acclaimed metal singer now. Um, probably would like to have that one back. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this movie's it's it relies solely on Jim Carrey. Um, sometimes the direction's a little bit weird. Some of the some of the prosthetics and stuff are just unsettling. But it it, it is a Jim Carrey vehicle, and it is quotable. It, it's just an extremely quotable movie. Um, one that my family kind of skips out on some years. My dad's not a huge fan of this, um, but it, it's one that I enjoy. I enjoyed this much more than the Illumination uh, animated version with Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, I haven't seen that, that yet. I just just recently it. came out. It's fine. It's okay. It's not as good as this one. It's also not as good as the 30-minute original movie um, that probably first aired on like ABC or something. It's just, it's okay. Um, yeah. It's short. I do remember it being short, but it's okay. But yeah. Yeah, it's 85 stole, minutes. Wow. Still Christmas. David, I know this is on your list. Do you want to just reveal where it is now or would you like to wait? That's up to you. We, we can wait. It's one. Okay. Uh, number four. Or is it two? It's um, number four for me is Home Alone. Um, absolute Sick. classic of a banger of a classic. Um, I just missed the cut for me. Oh, wow. I'm actually really curious to see what yours are. Yeah. Of course, I, I know you, you're, you're, you've tried to kind of be different because you probably knew that I would have some of the classics on. A little. And it's a little bit of like, I think I've just acquired different different movies as we've gone on. But if Die Hard's on this list, I'm going to reach this screen and, <laughs> and do what? Nothing. Um, and honestly, yeah, Home Alone. Uh, dressed by Christopher Columbus. My guy. I don't know. He's just... He's, he's really out here. You know, now, Harry yeah, Potter. Commit, now. Committing genocide. Um, directing movies. Yeah. Shout out. That's like a bucket. No. Um <laughs> Here's my question. Here's yeah, my question. Is, this, is, is it really just because of the last third? Like, I, I like Home Alone. I could, I could not watch the first two-thirds of the movie and not give a crap because I really just care about the final like confrontation the in this house. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I care about. Yeah, I think for me, though, with this nostalgia, like, I watch it and I'm just like, ah, like, you know, you kind of get in that mode, like that space of just as such a classic. And you know, Kevin McCallister does a good job. So I, I do what you're saying. The third is definitely the best part of the movie, just simply because mm-hmm. it's like so creative and uh, it's funny. funny. It's just it's hilarious. No matter how many yeah. times I see it, especially the I think of the part where Marv is um, on the basement steps and they're icy. And then he does that thing where he spreads his feet out real wide. Mm-hmm. Like he's sputtering, he's sputtering. I laugh every time that happens. I don't know why. It's just so funny. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. So yeah, I, I uh this is another one I feel like like if you're not careful, right, you can kind of get tired of if you watch this and watch this and watch this, like after the years. Um, you know, you you may kind of not want to watch it because you've seen it so much. But for me, I uh no, I really like this and I want to watch it again. Uh 
uh, mm-hmm. in this in this season. So yeah, it's it's funny. It's there's the comedy aspect. Um, you got the snow, the lights. You got plenty of Christmas music. Hits hits it all. Um, and so yeah, and Kevin McAllister just does a good job. Uh, Macaulay Culkin, uh, the actor's name. Uh, so yeah, Home Alone number four. All right, my number four is not a movie that's going to appear on most people's list. Um, there's a lot of people who are going to argue whether it's a Christmas movie or not, and since David hasn't seen it, he can't argue about it. And is that it is a, the <laughs> yeah, it's Midsummer. No, that is the Shane Black directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, just recently saw this for the first time, um, a little before Thanksgiving. Actually, kind of regretted that I watched it that early. Now, this movie is much more of a set at Christmas movie than a Christmas movie. However, it's got some of the classic themes, uh, such as, you know, a character who struggles with family and being alone, kind of finding people around Christmas and and finding ways to celebrate. There's Christmas music thrown in. There's It's Christmas in L.A., though, so it's not like a snowy winter wonderland. Mm. Uh, let me just describe the plot to you. So um, Robert Downey Jr. plays Harry Lockhart. Uh, hot take, maybe not even that hot a take. I think this might be Robert Downey Jr.'s best performance. Wow. It's very good. Um, And he is a thief who, to run away from the cops, get away from them, runs in accidentally to an audition room um, and then wins an audition or or like gets invited back for a second audition uh, Mm -hmm. to go to Los Angeles to be an actor. Through that, there's a he gets caught up in the middle of a murder investigation because he's trying to follow around this P.I. played by Val Kilmer and learn how to be a detective for this role that he's trying to play. Um, And then it's just hijinks. If if you've seen Shane Black things, you know that the dialogue is going to be extremely witty and fast. Shane Black is the writer uh, for the Lethal Weapon franchise, um, also the writer director of a movie called The Nice Guys, which I think is one of the funniest movies released in the last decade. Um, and this is just super fun. This is one of the most fun first watches I've had all year. Uh, I just really enjoyed this. And yeah, it's not as it, it's not family friendly and it's not really a Christmas movie you're going to sit around and watch with your family, but it's really good. Um, and it's really fun. I, I, and I had a really good time and I was shocked by how much I enjoyed it. Um, this is where the famous, like, I don't really want to, there's a, there's a very funny, one of the funniest lines is a line that shouldn't be funny at all in this movie. <laughs> and it is the definition of an idiot. Um, and it's, I think Robert Downey Jr.'s character like turns to Val Kilmer because he keeps calling him idiot. And he's like, and Val Kilmer says, do you know what you would see if you looked up idiot in a dictionary? And Robert Downey Jr. goes, a picture of me <laughs> and Val Kilmer says, no, the definition of the word idiot, which you effing are. <laughs> it's so good. And Robert Downey was like, movie, oh, I'll get ahead of this joke. And then it was just, this, yeah, this movie is full of things like that. Val Kilmer's great. I miss Val Kilmer being in movies. Um, I, I, I just love this. I really had a great time with it. Um, and I want to watch it every year now around mm-hmm. Christmas. I, I really do. And I don't think it's going to get old for me. It was between this or lethal weapon. Uh, which one would get in? Shane Black mm-hmm. loves Christmas in his movies. He loves to throw a Christmas in his movies. Um, and I, I decided this one because I had more fun with it. So kiss, kiss, I mean, bang, it, bang. It puts a nice, puts a nice vibe on the movie. Um, also, I went to your letterbox, so now I know the rest of your movies. Um, I was wondering. Wow. I was like, Spoiler. wow. You know, but okay. Uh, my number three, uh, 
which is I 100% knows on your list. Uh, Christmas Vacation. It's, yeah. It's so this good. is actually in the number three spot spot for me as well. So oh, we'll really? just do this together. Yeah. All right. I um this is one, and I know like last week you said no one grows up with this. I think I think I saw this for the first time, like my freshman or sophomore year of college, even. Like I I, I saw it late, late. It's insane to me. Um and uh it's so funny. Dude, it is this like the more I mean, I'll I'll probably get into this like if I watch it more. This almost turns into the quotability of how, like, the Grinch. Like, there are so many funny lines in this, and, like, it, yeah. This might be the it's hardest. A classic. It is a classic. This might be the hardest I've ever laughed on a first watch for a movie. Like, I mm. was crying with yeah. how, and yes, I still laugh now. I know all the jokes that are coming, but, like, even the lines is simple, you know, what are you, what are you gonna do with a tree like that, Griswold? Bend over and I'll show you. Like, yes, with the with the hawk, the Jason, yes, or he's mask. It's on. so funny and the little stuff, like him sitting in his bed at night next to his wife, and the the magazine is sticking to his fingers, and then he like drags her hair over and then pulls the yeah. lamp too and breaks it. Like it's so kids, it's just kids. Look, a deer flips <laughs> off the car next to yeah. it. Just different it's stuff like so that. It's so funny. It is so funny, and it sucks that Chevy Chase is such a horrible human being um, because he's very talented comedic actor. But this movie is hilarious, um, and is is the one movie we watch every single year. My family has seen this every year since I think I don't remember when we first watched it. I think it was like in middle school. We the first time we watched it as a family, and we have decided to watch it every single year afterwards. It's one mm-hmm. of the things I look forward to the most at Christmas. So I think the biggest thing too. Um, like it's so this is so easily like rewatchable, I feel like. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know, I just don't ever feel like there's a point in the movie where something is pushed or I'm annoyed or like something's too loud. You know what I mean? No, like, because you're never like three or four minutes away from like, oh my god, here comes this joke. Like this is hilarious. Here com- here comes wait. Yeah. Because you're like oh, exactly gosh, we're at the mall part and you're like, Oh, we're about to get the underwear scene. That that yeah. that's hilarious, you know? And yeah, it's it's so funny. It also a movie that's insanely quotable. Um, yeah, I, I say like once a week I need to eat so I can take my back pills to absolutely no one <laughs> just out loud. I pledge um, allegiance <laughs> to the flag. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so good. Maybe three might be a mistake. We probably should have put this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. The more I talk about David, it, um, have you seen any of the other ones or just the Christmas? I, I've vacation seen one? parts of a vacation, the movie vacation. And I have not seen European Vacation, although my dad has quoted the Look Kids Parliament part of European Vacation uh, a couple of times. But I hear those are like way raunchier, which is not a problem. But I was never really interested. The Christmas Vacation, I, I, I've been told is the best one. And I don't really feel like I need to stray and watch the other ones, quite honestly. For the longest so. time, I didn't even know that there were other movies. Yeah. They're actually all the- on Netflix. If I remember correctly, the kids change in every single one, which is they actually make jokes every time about the kids being different. Um, but <laughs> then the parents are the same in every one. So, mm. yeah. All right, David. Dang. Numero dos, what you got? Uh, number two. Um, honestly, I, I, it's probably criminal that I'm putting it at number two. Um, but Polar Express. All, all aboard the Polar Express. Um, just watch this. Um, let's see. Let me let me look at my letterbox on December tenth. Polar mid press. Sure, go ahead. But what do you like be, about it? 
better be careful, young one, about how you talk about my movies. <laughs> Dude, we are like 400 miles away from each other right now. You can't do anything to me. Um, God, I just, I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, it was just nostalgic too. Like, um, you know, as soon as that starts, that classic Polar Express movie music starts. And uh, yeah, dude, I like the music. The music's really good. I, I love the adventure. There are even parts I forgot. Um, mm-hmm. And the whole the whole movie, honestly, just feel. I said this last week. Feels like a big like ride, and it's like entertaining to me just in that aspect. Uh, mm-hmm. When they actually get to the mm-hmm. North Pole and they disconnect from the train and then they kind of go down the track some more and uh yeah i don't know it's just adventure it's fun it's fast um i like it i the eyes i i noticed the eyes for the first time uh, <laughs> i'm sorry i was like i did that too, ba- didn't i like in the background it's just like why haven't you moved or blinked your eyes in like you know 25 seconds in this scene it's, but it's um creepy it's unsettling this movie could be a horror movie i'm telling you but but outside of that, I do like the animation, and it could be because it's that moves into the nostalgia of like growing up with this movie. Um, but um, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, so no <laughs> well, shame. Someone Sophie should, she, I guess. Sophie said she likes she likes watching it with me. Uh, so I kind of <laughs> she does not like that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I got she she totally let me know. So it's damn. It's me. That's tough. It's, that's a tough look for you. Yeah, but here we are. I'm happy Someone, if you're happy. Some someone's gotta like the movie though, right? Like someone has yeah, to, you're right. You yeah, yeah. You're carrying the torch for everybody so, else. Uh, I like pulse. how you I like how you tried to also get people in our group chat to side with you. <laughs> and you were like, Polar Express yeah. is good, guys. TJ, I trusted like, you. TJ, the nicest the man ever was like, it's fine. <laughs> Which means it sucks. I trusted you, TJ. So yeah. And then Zach didn't even respond. Classic. That's tough. Yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah, I I don't agree, obviously, but you know what? If it makes it you probably happy, just right? missed your cut. It was a seven or eight, probably. Um, I think it was at uh, uh, 20, 25, maybe thirty. I don't even know if I've can, seen. Can that you even Christmas name movie. Christmas that many? Yeah, I was yeah, say. yeah. A Christmas Carol, Jim Carrey's A Christmas Carol, A Muppet's Christmas Carol, Scrooged, which is another yeah, version of a Christmas Carol. So yeah, I, I like Carols. Uh, yeah, a lot of. What's carols. your What's your number two number dolls? My number two. Uh, I actually don't know what to do here. So Can I guess? I will tell you right now that the movie you think I have at number one, I haven't included on this list because rethinking, I just don't, and there's not enough Christmas in it for it to be a Christmas movie. Wait, um, your favorite movie of all time? One of my right favorite now, movies of right all now. time. One of my favorite movies of all time. With your favorite. But n- yeah. My number two will be Die Hard. Mm. Um, let's, just, let's just do this right now. So we can talk about something else. The most boring, outdated pop culture hot take of all time is the Die Hard and Another Christmas movie. It is. Let me tell you why. First of all, John McClane is there for the Christmas party, and he is there to be reunited and see his family on Christmas. He is not flying out to Los Angeles to make sure that he wakes up with his kids the morning of Memorial Day. So if you think that changing the holiday doesn't change the movie, you're wrong. Second, (laughs) there are numerous references to Christmas, Christmas songs, and even Christmas-related violence in this, okay? He says, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. He writes that on a guy's sweater, all right? There's multiple, multiple references to Christmas. Second, Christmas plays a key element, or third, third, sorry. Christmas plays a key element in the plot because the reason it was a, they attacked at that time was the Christmas party. They knew everybody would be there. And 
law enforcement and everybody else is slower to respond on the night of Christmas. And finally, John McClane makes the full circle journey that we talk about that's so important, going from, you know, guy who, who was antagonistic, was wanted to reunite with his wife, but wasn't willing to make changes to at the end of the movie, he becomes this family man um, and just wants to be spend time with his family on Christmas morning, which is the most important thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Die Hard is a Christmas movie and Die Hard's also great. Like it's one of the best action movies ever made. It's extremely mm-hmm. entertaining. It has the best action movie villain ever in Hans Gruber. And it's, it's just a fun watch. Uh, my dad and I make a point to watch this every year. Most of the people, the rest of the people in our family don't give a crap about Die Hard. Um, so my dad and I watch it every year and I really enjoy it. Um, and it's got good quips, got good action. Uh, and, and it's fun. It's just really fun. So Die Hard, number two. You convinced me. I just added it to my Christmas list. There you go. Bingo. There you go, David. How do you feel about Die Hard? I love it. Let's. I watched it. Um, wait, really? It says I logged it December twenty fifth of twenty twenty one. I I don't remember watching this on Christmas, but I guess I. What have. did I say? What did I say? Although this does, I could have watched it December Christmas Eve and like I logged it like still, after midnight. It's actually still. arguably a more Christmassy day to watch a movie. People don't watch That's movies true. on Christmas Day; they watch them on Christmas Eve. It's a good point. It's a good point. My review was, I mean, this was a good movie, but on all, but I could have gone without seeing Bruce Willis's toes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of feet stuff in that. No, I liked it. I, uh, that's one I've been wanting to see and I want to watch the other ones, but I know they're not uh, as good. So it's like, two, you know what I mean? two just, is, two is fun, but not near as good. Three is actually really good, but, um, a little different with a vengeance. Three, three almost feels like a mission impossible movie in many respects. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a little completely different. And then the rest of them are kind of sucky, too. Very sucky. Um, a so good day to die that. hard. What do you mean? And then we're it's not, not we're not going to get another one. Um, there was plans, but with the deteriorating health of Bruce Willis, it looks like we're kind of done, which sucks. It's real sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough. But we'll always have die hard. It's true. It's true. So, all right, David, number one. Uh, my number one. Uh, I knew it. Is Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. And I think for me... Dramatically typing as loud as possible. Can you hear that? Dude, I, yeah. What's funny is I listen to another podcast and it just it's my pet peeve. I'm like, bro, could you... <laughs> I, it makes me want to stop listening. I'm like, you couldn't it's type okay. any louder it, right now. It was, dr- it was dramatic in this, in this sense. Got um, you. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is its quotability and its rewatchable, how rewatchable it is. That just throws it way up for me. Obviously, you know, and of course the snow and the lights and the Christmas music. Um, yeah, I love it. I haven't gotten tired of it yet, but we watch it every single year. So I'll have to wonder like, you know, if this maybe year you won't. watch it. Yeah. But maybe this year I'll watch it and be like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. But so far I like it. I love Jim Carrey and he does an exceptional job and I'm still, upset. I think Jim Carrey should have been nominated for this movie because I think he did a really good job. He definitely carries it. Hey, I see what you did there. I see what you did You know, it makes it a lot worse whenever you point it out, right? Yeah, it's true. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and it's funny. Comedy, I mentioned that. It's very, very, very funny to me. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I had a stubbornness. I had this at a five for a while on Letterboxd, but I've since come back down to to, to earth and I've 
labeled it. It's a four out of five for me. I like. Hey, it. if it's a five to you, it's a five to you. You know, that's that's all that matters. I I will say. What do you mean um, by that? Well, if you love it enough to make it a five, then damn well, anyone who tells you it's not, you know? That's fair. But what what I will say is that last year we had some people over around Christmas time at our college house. And then we had learned through that conversation that one of the people there had not seen The Grinch. And I've never seen David more excited to show someone a movie. I mean, dude was like, uh, it's bouncing off the walls. Um, and he really does. You really do use you're you're a true Grinch fan. You use the quotes all year round. You know, it's not just a December thing for you. It, it's it's 24 seven, 365. You know, you're always yeah. you're yeah. always look, doing the Grinch poses in the mirror. And the, that's it. I'm not going. It's it's, yeah. it's your favorite. Ooh, go-to. Ah, <laughs> Did I myself. I can't cancel that again. Yeah, you're big. You're big. Uh, Big Grinch guy. So I'm not surprised. I expected this to be your number one. So shout hey man, out. He puts the mean in green. I don't, that doesn't make sense. That's, that's the letterbox. Like that's, that's what I it mean, says. I believe you, but <laughs> the word mean is not appear, appear in its entirety in, in the word so green. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Anyway. Um, what, what is your number? No. My number one is a movie that I also know is not seen. It's not. It's not oh, Little Women. Dang. Um, Little Women. We'll talk about Little Women later because I want to consider the other it a one? Christmas movie, but I know it's not. It is the other one. It is Billy Wilder's The Apartment, uh, 1960. Uh, a movie I just saw for the first time this year as well. Um, it's it's about a guy oh. who, who works at a huge insurance company. Um, and is trying to, you know, climb the corporate ladder. And so he lends out his apartment. He is the first Airbnb guy. And he rents it out to executives who want to take their mistresses there, essentially. And this is the plot of the movie. Uh, But it occurs around the holidays. He's a very lonely man. He falls in love with a woman who ends up being, you know, a mistress of this uh, executive Um, And he's given the moral dilemma of what to do. And he talks, there's some tragic stuff in his past relating to Christmas. It's a heartbreaking movie in many respects. Um, It's one of those movies that when I watched it, I just sat there quietly. Mm. Yeah. For a while afterwards. And I was like, holy crap. Like it instantly jumped into my top 10. It's that good. Um, It's a ridiculously good movie. A lot of people would be scared off by how old it is. The fact that it is in black and white, I would urge you to give it a chance. Genuinely, one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, wow. A movie that approaches Christmas in a way that I think is refreshing um, in a film and, and you know, approaches the reality in a way that It's a Wonderful Life does without using the typical um, familiar Christmas Carol structure. It's a little different, but I, I just love it. Um, I, I really do. It's not a movie. Again, I probably would not suggest like families get around and watch this. Well, first of all, because it's about a dude who enables a bunch of adulterers. So you got that. And that's not really Christmassy. It's a hard, it's in many ways, sometimes a hard watch. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I believe this movie won best picture. Um, it, it, Jack Lemon, who is a legendary um, actor, um, both in, in movies and on stage, um, I think also won best actor for this as well. Th- this is just 
quite honestly, one of the best movies that I've ever seen in my life. And it's a Christmas movie. So I had to put it on here. So The Apartment yeah. is yeah, number one. Yeah, he did win Best Supporting Actor, 1955. So, yeah, this it, it's great. It really is. Cool. Yeah, I had I honestly hadn't even heard of this until you logged in. So I was like, what is this? Were you, the, were you similar? Like, you you just had recently discovered it and you found it? Or have you known about this movie for a while? Um, so I was listening to, I remember I listened to a podcast about, uh, Christmas movies and heard this one and the podcast framed it as this is the clear number one overall pick. There's not even a discussion. And I was like, what? Wow. Like, that's insane. Um, and then I, I was looking for it and hadn't seen it around Christmas time and available to watch anywhere. So this summer I saw it and I was like looking up and I Googled and I was like, can you watch this movie outside of Christmas? And they were like, yes, it has Christmas elements, but the story will resonate with you no matter what time of year you watch it. So I just watched it. It was on Amazon Prime. It was available. And I sat down and I watched it and I was like, oh, frick, that was good. So nah. I would encourage anybody to, to check it out, um, especially if you're looking for something a little different. Um, if you're looking for a little bit of a twist, you don't want the standard Christmas movie, you know, you don't even want the standard like action Christmas movie or something like that. The normal, typical subgenre. Uh, this is something that I think would be well worth your time. So that's cool. Okay. Okay. Honorable mentions, David, what, what, what just missed the cut for you? I think for me. One specifically, I wanted to mention, just simply because it's a classic, uh, the Santa Claus. Um, it's honestly probably not that great of a movie, but um, Tim Allen and uh, a couple others like that feels like it's just a classic to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, you kind of want you want to rewatch, and honestly, it could be one of those on rewatch. You're like, ooh, this wasn't yeah. as good, but it just like in my childhood, the Santa Claus find itself in the memories there. So I think that's one I thought thought about. A Disney plus series, um, if I remember correctly. Mm. Um, So do with that what you will. It has the original cast in it, but if you're in the mood for a Disney Uh, plus series. I think, uh, honestly, uh, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, almost made it just because, again, nostalgia. It's inferior to Home Alone, but it's it's still pretty enjoyable. Yeah, it's an enjoyable Christmas movie, and it has its moments, um, and it's it's enjoyable to watch. Yeah, so those are two, I think that I thought about. Um, yeah, I, if no, I get. I was gonna say maybe it's a wonderful life, but I don't think I ever even considered it, even though it's a classic and it's you know all star. Yeah, I, I really never I mean, considered just, it. I think maybe that's just a different generation from us, and I, I, yeah. I just don't think it's gonna cross over in a way that's really gonna be effective. Um, yeah. I mentioned Home Alone. Home Alone was was right on the outside looking in for me. Um, uh, I movie like Gremlins, I really enjoy. Don't know that I would watch it every year around Christmas, just because of the nature of of Gremlins. Um, yeah. Scrooged is okay. Um, is a movie that's much funnier. You know what movie we didn't mention, and I forgot to say, I don't really enjoy. I don't like a Christmas story. I just, I don't. It's fine. Mm. Um, I haven't seen that yet. We're, I think we're probably going to watch it. I, um, it's, it's a very over, it's probably considered the best Christmas movie ever by a lot of people. It's a very popular Christmas movie. It's one yeah. that I find kind of tedious um, mm. and just really not one I enjoy that much. 
Okay. So the take with that what you will, but again, we have different tastes, so you may actually enjoy it. Yeah, I forgot about that, but I mean, I haven't watched it, so I definitely probably wouldn't have included it. Mm-hmm. Um, a movie, were you done listing yours? Because I have another one that I actually almost put on. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Jim, Jim Carrey's A Christmas Carol. I remember kind of enjoying that, but I also remember being kind of like low-key, like kind of spooky. That's because you like Polar Express. It's like the same animation style. And Is it really? Same director. Yeah, Robert Zemeckis. So. He's, he's a good director, man. He's done a lot of good movies. Cast I mean, away, he, he does have quite Polar a few Express, Polar, good Forrest movies. Gump, Back to the um, Future. None of these you knew were Robert Zemeckis offhand. You had to look at his letterbox list to see that. He also made uh, the critically reviled uh, Disney adaptation of Pinocchio this year that I believe yep, has a two um, out of five. So Oof. there's that. For Robert. Um, can I talk about Little Women real quick? Yeah, let's do it. So Little Women has some extremely crucial scenes around Christmas. And the theme of Christmas kind of permeates the entire movie. I'm talking about the 2019 Greta Gerwig version of Little Women, which is the superior version of Little Women. Um, so take, take that what you will. Uh, but I think that so much of the story is outside of Christmas and not even like in the typical, it takes place at Christmas, but it's not about it. Like it takes place outside of Christmas because the story spans multiple years mm. um, that I just didn't know if I could include it. Uh, I, but I, I've i already talked about how much I love that movie. Um, yeah. So, uh, and it has, it's it, there's some heavy Christmas scenes, very important stuff happens around Christmas, winter months and stuff like that. But I yeah. don't know if it's enough of a Christmas movie to mm-hmm. count. So that's why I didn't put it on here. Okay. Well, I was wondering when I looked at your letterbox and at the time, I'm like, you just changed Christmas Vacation. But I'm like, well, maybe surely the other three movies are Christmas movies to him. Then he would have just, you know, replaced one movie. So, yeah, yeah. I like Christmas Vacation. I would not come close to considering Christmas Vacation one of the best movies I've ever seen. So, um, oh, no, but like for the season, you know how you replace your top four with. I don't think Kiss Kiss Bang Bang would fit that either. Um, it's a very good movie. I don't think it's one of the best that I've ever seen. But The Apartment and Little Women are both in my top 10 at this point. So apparently I'm a big Christmas movie guy. Yes. You're a sucker for it, Bray. I am. I can't believe you just said Brett and then you did that. In the pod, David. Um, well, you have one more question there. You want? Oh, new movies in the rotation. Um, I talked about the one that my family's adding this year. We're adding Klaus. Are there any that you've seen, I would say, in the last four or five years that are going to become staples for you? Um, Klaus, I think, is one of them. Just, right, only seen it once last year. Fairly new movie. Um, I, I don't know if there are many others. Like, kind of what we talked about at the beginning of the show, like, I feel like there just aren't a lot of great new Christmas movies. You know what I mean? I just don't feel like they're pumping them out, yeah. No. So So Violent Violent Nights not going in there? Oh no. It is not. What about it is not. What about Krampus? You a big Krampus guy? Um see here's here's how much Krampus meant to me. I logged it, but I don't remember a single thing about it. <laughs> so I know I watched I think I've it. I've seen it. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen Krampus. A horror um, 
comedy based on the ancient legend about a pagan creature who punishes children on Christmas. That's a horror comedy Christmas uh, Christmas movie. There that, are horror Christmas movies, most famously Black Christmas, um, which is a Christmas slasher. But yeah, yeah, I think I don't know. Tony Collette's in it. All right, I'll watch it. I mean, he Tony Collette's in it. Um, yes. One of the uh, one of these the reviews mom? I'm looking at is almost as scary as the Polar Express. That's messed up. Oh, uh, yeah, you're sad. But um, hey, I, I think Tony Collette's the mom in that. Maybe so. She's she plays a key part in it. Good, good. Tony Collette's good in everything. So that's a that's a reason enough to watch that bad boy. Um. Yeah, I don't think any of the ones that I like The Apartment um, and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang are the more recent ones that I've added. I don't think there'll be ones I'll watch with my family, which is kind of what I meant by in the rotation. But there'll be ones I will watch. Got you. Yeah. You're saying you're not going to give Home Alone 3 or 4 another chance? Um, First, I have not given Home Alone 4 a first chance. Let's get that on the record. (laughs) Um, Will you ever? No. And Home Alone 3 is dog water. It is terrible. It is a trash film. Um, and that's all you need. Yeah, I is wonder Joe, why they is Joe Pesci in Home Alone three. Is Macaulay Culkin? No, then I get it away from me. Get it out of here. I I wonder why they went away from the main actors. Well, because the main actor was either too old or was Macaulay Culkin went through some personal stuff. But I doubt it's Joe. It's only Pesci five years like, later. Yeah, I'll make it. Dude, he got emancipated from his parents at like 12 and was like oh, heavy really? into drugs when he was a teenager from what I can remember. Yeah. Um, All right. Never but, <laughs> but I don't think Joe Pesci and the other dude. Sorry, I don't remember your name. You're not a famous actor outside of the Home Alone movies. Um, we're like, yeah, I'll sign on for a third one. Daniel I mean, Stern. At a certain point, what else are you going to do with that movie? You know, that's true. That's it. Like- yeah, well, and I don't even think it's directed by the same person. So, yeah. No, I think it's no. Um, it and so I'm not watching. Part. I'm not watching Home Sweet Home Alone or whatever the one Disney no. made this last year. Um, that looked like one of the worst things I've ever seen. I saw that trailer and threw up in my mouth. <laughs> that looked like crap. Like similar to like Moonfall or the Cinderella with Camilla Cabello. Like, nah, pass. pass. Have you heard? The, speaking of Camilla Cabello, real quick, have you heard her rendition of "I'll Be Her"? I'll be home for Christmas. Christmas. Like, what? what is it? It's like, Christmas. Yeah, that's... It's so... Ta- she's... Is, are we sure she's good? She did it. She did it. Charlie Pooh. She has... Uh, Sean Mendes. Sorry, I mixed him up. She has to be good. He <laughs> I mean, did. She, she will always have Havana, but other than that... Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's enough. We're, we're, we're off the we're rails. Pocket. It's close obviously it. past 10 o'clock, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, close it. Uh, close this the has pod, been <laughs> episode 61, uh, our favorite Christmas movies. Um, some of us had some good lists. The others, you know, they, they have time to work on it, you know. But, uh, you know, it's been one you want to watch. Hey, don't forget to uh, share this stuff on social media. Follow us. We do it for free, but we enjoy it. So just get the word out. Come on. Uh, what do you want to watch? We've been talking about it. You've been listening to it. Peace. Bye. Bye.